What's that? Polka? No. The metal. If you could be in uh, any type of metal band, yeah, you play any instrument, uh-huh. whatever you want. What type of metal band would you want to be? And let's say there that you're that band would have the potential to be as successful as any other band in that genre, right? Hmm. You probably wouldn't get to a Metallica level, yeah. But if but you know if you played death metal or something, let's say you could get up to a Gojira. Yeah. Okay. okay. What kind of what kind of band would you want to be in? Um, metal I'm, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the low ball, and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go pirate metal because <laughs> I feel like being the best pirate metal band is not a a high bar to jump over. You're right. You know, that you isn't... just you just have to beat Swashbuckle. Yeah. And Ale Storm, <laughs> and then you're done. You're at and the that's top. it. I think when you I think when you make a pirate band cuz there's so, I feel like there's so many of them there's so many of them oh, that yeah. we don't know. Oh yeah, there's like 3 or 4. But if you get any kind of actually produced music video, you're in the top 5. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Yeah, cuz then just people will know you. Yeah. Much like people know us. <laughs> Because we're Brian and Vargas, and we host The Onslaught, the show you're listening to right now that uh, gives you your definitive best heavy metal band ever. I, of course, am the aforementioned Brian. And I be Vargas. Oh, Christ. Vargas. Vargas. (laughs) Hey, Vargas. Yeah. What's a pirate's favorite letter? You'd think it'd be. No, no. That's my my line. (laughs) Is it R? Ah. Many people think it's R, but a pirate's true love is the sea. <laughs> ah, don't ever try to take my glory again. You got me. You son of a bitch. Oh my God. I think I, you know, I think thrash is the easy answer for me because it's been, it's been around the longest, but I think it'd be more like, um, like a groovy, not groovy death metal, but like Viking, you know, Viking skull. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that groovy, it's all it's borderline rock, yeah. But it's aggressive enough you, you to wanna be. You want to be, you want to be mustache. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be mustache. Yeah. Because that just seems like the most fun to play for sure. It's, it's easy, not right. You're not up there like Bodum where you have to memorize solos and your fingers are fucking tired. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Get up there and have your buddy pour a beer in your mouth while you do a baseline. Definitely. And those are probably some of the most fun tours to be on yeah man right because you'd probably run the gamut you'd probably get to tour with straight up death metal bands well yeah and and you'd also be on warp tour (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) be so much fun oh boy good answer it's it's an answer it's an answer uh today today we have uh i would say i don't know i wouldn't call them heavyweights but i think we have two heavyweights versus two lightweights in terms of notoriety Yes. I don't know why you put question marks on any of that. Well, we have because sometimes, you know, heavyweights to us mean something different than like a casual. You know, I don't know how people how many people because I don't talk to anyone about metal besides you because I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about it. What they think about it. You don't even want to hear what I have to think about it. Yeah. I mean, 80% of the time I do. (laughs) You just catch me on those 20%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So today we have arch enemy heavyweight who? (laughs) <laughs> versus bellacore oh yeah 
for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Everybody knows Bellacore. Definitely. And then we have Death Angel. Who? <laughs> You're doing it twice, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the jokes are funny when you double up. <laughs> Versus Moore's Principum Est. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. This is going to be a fun one. Again, I think we're going to introduce some people to two new bands today. Yep. Arch Enemy <laughs> and Death Angel. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> Third times the rule of comedy. It's right. The rule of Everything threes. Everything in threes. <laughs> but before we get to that, I'm certain we have some well researched heavy metal news. Yeah. Uh so I wouldn't I wouldn't bring this up on this show unless it had not a happy ending, but every, everything's okay. <laughs> everything's okay. Yeah, I got a happy ending for you. I know. You're gonna reach oh. reach over here around, around me yeah yeah um so before i talk about this in the manner that i'm going to be talking about it everything's fine i are you I, okay so the guitar player for judas priest uh uh-huh. oh this. yes yeah i can't remember the guy's name kitty hawk what pretty sure it's kitty hawk well, that's where the first flight took place. Yeah, the flight of Judas Priest. Oh. Um, so he was at their last show playing through the solo in Painkiller. And if you haven't heard it, it fucking rips. Yeah. The solo is fucking the awesome. The whole song rips. Um, and there's a video out there of him playing this video. And what you see in the video is him have a very strange look on his face like during the solo. during the solo and his face is like what the fuck is going on something something weird is happening right and he just keeps shredding right yeah and that was the last song they played at the end of the night right okay well it turns out he had that weird look on his face because he was literally having a heart contusion or whatever it's called his heart literally exploded while he was playing the solo it actually exploded it actually it ruptured and he was bleeding into his Jesus. chest while he was and he finished the song finished the solo didn't miss a fucking note yeah it's, it's called painkiller it's not called <laughs> owie ouchie my heart is exploding he's not a little kitty hawk is not a little bitch kitty he finishes things that he starts you know yeah. so you know he he went to the hospital and he's he is fine now they did say that one in five people who have this whatever infarction or whatever the <laughs> fuck he had no that's that's the that's the first uh, fart before your poop first poop of the day oh yeah, yeah 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 um like one in five people just like straight up die uh which is a, a much more or, tragic or, sorry one in five people make it oh the four four in five straight up die she's so he like he lucked out whatever he's got it's, that's what happens when, hey man when you got satan watching over you yeah that's what happens yeah well either that or you're ronnie james dio and you die way 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 too early is it way way i look it was sad yes dio didn't live to be 900 it was way 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 <laughs> too early that's a good point that's fair uh yeah so i'm glad he's doing well I'm glad kitty hawk's doing well he doesn't uh you know, that would have been a much more tragic story if he was one of the four people that don't make it, but he made it power of metal saved him. He was maybe that was it. Maybe he had something else to concentrate on besides his heart rupturing. And I also like to think Richie Faulkner. That's what I said. <laughs> what did you hear? 
Richie Falken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's just, you know, it's funny now that, you know, like you said, yeah, everything's okay, fine. It's funny to, to picture his face and be like, because you could think of like, oh, I'm, you know, something in my ear monitor is fucked up. Yeah. Because that could be the same face. But it was like, hmm, <laughs> I sort of think I might be dying. I think my heart just exploded. <laughs> and yeah, the fact that he was able to finish and um, get off, walk off safely and get to a hospital is great. Yeah. A lot of fun. Good. I'm glad we started off on a, on a high note. Well, he's fine. Like I said. It is a high note. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm right. agreeing with you. Oh, okay. I'm not making you into my enemy, and you're definitely not my arch enemy. I'm not on any kind of list that you might have. Well, you're on two of my lists. Good. I have many lists. So, for <laughs> battle one, arch enemy versus Bellacore. Now, arch enemy, again, most metal fans are probably familiar with. Their lineup changes, however, they might not be familiar with. Yeah. They went through a few. Uh, I would say they were popularized because now I, I, in high school, I played this band for friends. And when Angela was the vocals, I would yeah. say, isn't that cool? They'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, that's a girl singer. And they'd be like, what? That's crazy. Because she was like one of the first. Yeah. At least popular uh, metal bands to be fronted by a, a lady singer. Certainly one of the first uh harsh vocal yeah and she for sure she was harsh enough and had the right tone and pitch where it was not because sometimes it's kind of easy to distinguish um a lady singer from a guy singer yeah even if they have the same type of vocals yeah uh but i don't think it was very easy and i think she did a, a fantastic job and i know she got into the producing game after she left arch enemy yeah she she actually manages arch enemy now that's great yeah. that's really fun um so yeah, but uh, but yeah, she was she was very good. But the, but Amon or um, sorry, not Amon Marth. Arch Enemy is bigger than just Angela Gossow. So <laughs> for sure. So what do you got? Uh, so I I didn't kind of realize they were founded as like a supergroup. Um, obviously Michael Amat is like Mister Arch Enemy. This is kind of his baby now. But he was you know from Carcass. You know, he he was on um, Heartwork, mm-hmm. one of the big seminal Some would death say metal biggest. albums. Yeah, yeah, one of the biggest death metal albums. Yeah, um, but they've had oh, Jesus Christ, this is insane. Um, <laughs> Jeff Loomis is still in this band. Yep, I always forget about that. Uh, Johan Liva was their original singer um, from Carnage. Wikipedia says they had a dude from Merciful Fate in there, but I don't know who it is. Oh, uh, King Diamond. Sh- Sh- Charlie D'Angelo. Oh, he- yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was in Witchery, too. Damn. Yeah, Witchery is a super group. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sh- so Charlie D'Angelo is still in Arch Enemy. So they've got a lot of fucking heavy hitters. Yeah. And then after Angela left, they got um, your your girl, Alyssa White Glutz, yep. right? Yep. But then she left? No, she's, she's still, still there. there. Yeah. Okay. She got booted from Agonist because she joined. Oh, I thought Enemy. she left Agonist, Agonist to join, but they booted her. They booted her. Yeah, yeah it's a whole thing. A lot, well, of, dr- lot of drama. Ugh. You know us. You know, yeah, the Onslaught Boys. We Onslaught love drama podcast. <laughs> That'd be a fun heavy metal, uh, I don't know, heavy metal soap opera show. 
I, drama bullshit. I'm just imagining like a telenovela, one of those Spanish soap operas. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same storylines where like my clone with amnesia got my second wife pregnant with my demon baby, <laughs> but everybody's just in corpse paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same shit. Um, yeah, I really, you know, it, it took me a while to find Arch Enemy. I didn't find them till college. How long have they been around when they were they really founded? Uh, 95. Yeah. So, I mean, it took me over 10 years to find them. Yeah. But again, both of our metal, our descent into metal began in college, really. I mean, some high school, but uh, we, we were late bloomers in that regard, I think. Well, in, in, in fairness to us, right? Got to defend us. <laughs> uh rise of the tyrant was like their big that was 06 right yeah that was their big yeah. one. uh sorry 07 07 but yeah you know before that they had good albums you know black earth stigmata burning bridges anthems of rebellion doomsday machine and but, tyrant is the one that i've found them yeah on so that was kind of their breakthrough as a band yeah they are uh, i mean they do stadium tours they're they are a big band um but after them or versus them we have bellacore which once people listen to them i think it will be shocking to them to learn that this band is from australia and this band is really in a warhammer yeah so apparently <laughs> they're nerds <laughs> apparently their name um is derived from a character in the tabletop combat game warhammer uh now you say nerds vargas but you and i both know if it wasn't if it didn't cost ten thousand dollars to have any kind of semblance of warhammer we would play it i would not yes you would i would make you yes i would (laughs) but i would never ever ever tell anyone except you yeah and we would never leave the basement to play we would only play it in the basement and the basement would be so stinky (laughs) it would have to be if we're playing warhammer um, their first album, The Frail Tide, came out in, in also 2007. I don't know if it said also, just because Tyrant. Tyrant came out in 2007. But that was not their first album. Anyway, it came out in 2007, um, and they've released a, a handful since then. They are getting ready to release their fifth album here in 2021. Um, actually, it might be at the at the time of this episode. No, it'll be a week from this episode. Yeah. October 29th. Coming out. Uh, is when it comes out. That one's called Coherence. Um, yeah, I can't remember where I found this band, but um, I found it. I found the album Stone's Reach. Um, and I can't remember if, if I just found it on YouTube or if I found a physical copy. The artwork for Stone's Reach is a lot of fun um, and it really grabbed me. But um, but I when I found this band, I just didn't shut up about them. Since. Since. Still haven't shut up about them because I want they're just a band that I just think everyone should listen to. They're progressive death metal. Um, they're they follow in the vein of Opeth where they have pretty long songs, but they don't necessarily have those slow sections or the acoustic sections or anything like that. It's pretty straightforward death metal all the way through, um, but it does progress enough in each song to warrant the progressive tag. They're not just death metal bands that make eight minute songs. Um, what are your thoughts on this band? Because this, this again, I, this is one of those ones that I wouldn't shut up to you about. Yeah. So no, they're good. They're, I mean, they're very good. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm just, ex- I'm excited for people to, yeah. to be forced to listen to it. Well, and I will be listening to more of them than I have. That's right. Cause Brian's never, he, ne- he doesn't accept. Oh, they're good until I talk about 
nine specific songs yep. and four sections inside of those songs. Correct. You have to prove to me <laughs> that you to, yeah. that you listened to every song. I have to like them as much as him or more. Or just be as excited as I am. Yeah, yeah. I got to match your energy. Yeah. You can't just say, yeah, they're, they're all right. No, bitch. <laughs> they're the best. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're one of my favorite hidden gems to to give yeah, to people. They're very good. Much like Zealand Arter has yeah. become one of my favorite gems. Now, what if they end up? They won't. They're, they're on opposite sides of the bracket. Yeah, so it would only be in the championship battle, and there's no way that Mastodon and Gojira will both. Bellacore versus Zealand Arter. That'd be a fun one. That'd be tough for me, but it'd be fun. <laughs> Just it's just not going to happen. The way that this bracket's fallen, not going to. God, work. and you would never shut up about it. Nope, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I picked those. Those <laughs> are mine. <laughs> uh, so on the next one, uh, we have Death Angel and Morris Principum S. Now Death Angel band, I think everybody knows about thrash band formed in '82. Yep. They uh, they I have seen them in when I see conversations online or something about the fifth member of the big four, which we've talked about often. Yep. Death angel gets thrown in there every once in a while. Sure. With good reason. I think they would certainly be the heaviest member of the big four. You think so? Heavier and slayer. Yeah, man. Are you kidding me? No, especially current death angel. Yeah. I guess I haven't listened to as much, uh, current death angel. I remember frolic through the park was my, uh, first foray into death angel and, and man, that shit rips. shit rips yep all their shit rips act three art of dying killing season and they're one of the ones that have come on pretty strong as with that you know how like there was that resurgence of old thrash bands that started making new albums yeah they they were one of those that like released almost every two years it felt like yeah well that that was kind of when they that was their reunion was 2004 yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. and that's right around the time yep. that everybody's and they and they've been very consistent since then. I think. Yeah, they have. Uh, two thousand four, two thousand eight, ten, thirteen, sixteen, nineteen. There you go. We're almost due for another one. God, <laughs> good. Do you? What is your favorite album by them? Ooh, buddy. Um, probably either "Art of Dying" or "Killing Season." But "Dream Calls for Blood" was the first one I purchased, like physical copy. So mm. that shit's really good. What about you? Like I said, I think Frolic, Frolic in the Park. Park. Yeah. Um, Released the year we were born. Yep. You know you know how I love things that came out in 88? Uh-huh. Because I love myself so much. Yep. We know. <laughs> uh, and they are going against that well-known band, Moore's Prince of Mast. Um, they released their first album in 2003. I don't know when they formed, though. You Nin- might have. 99. Wow. Good stuff. And this is kind of that um, uh, melodic death metal, um, similar to like Bodum and, and Northern and things like that, with a little less folk tinge. Um, they're a little bit more uh, aggressive, I think, but they still have the keys. Um, they've got they've got a bunch of albums out. Their last one came out in 2020 uh, called Seven, um, because I think it's their seventh album. So oh, maybe not the most cr- creative album names, but um, but yeah. Just really solid, really consistent melodic death metal. And I, I I am a sucker for melodic death metal. Yeah. They're very good. I mean, they're so... Ah! Match this energy. <laughs> I uh, Do you have a specific memory of any? Liberation equals termination um, was my first foray into them. Um, and that one came out in 20, 2007. So again, 2007 was a big year for Brian. Big year for metal Brian. I 
think I am only really familiar with uh, Dawn of the Fifth Era and maybe Embers from a Dying World. I can't see the album art for it. But you're going to learn today. <laughs> yeah, I know. I uh, No, but these are, again, these matchups are fun because it kind of gives us gives us insight. Hopefully, you know, every Tuesday we release the playlist. Hopefully you've listened to it. You kind of familiarize yourself with the bands if you don't know them. Because what I want to see is, again, most people are going to know the names Arch Enemy and Death Angel. But I don't want them to vote specifically just because they know the names. I want them to listen to the bands and be like, oh, this band's really good. That band's really good. Death Angels is, you know, is better than Moore's Prince of a Mest, and they're easier to pronounce. So I'm going to vote for them. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Whatever your reasoning, you don't have to explain it to us. In fact, don't. No, that's, yeah, that's too much to read. I mean, we, we like it. Tell us, actually. I would, I would tell us that your reasoning, why you voted. Yeah. It's interesting. We'll, we'll read all of it. It is interesting to me. I think it is. Okay. But you can tell us your reasoning. You can email us at debates on. Oh, Jesus Christ. It happened. It right. happened again. You can listen to debates on tap every Monday. Nice. Good synergy. <laughs> Thanks. You can email us at the onslaught podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter debates on tap. Find us on Instagram debates on pictures. Um, and despite what Vargas says, we love hearing from you. Yeah. Getting comments on our Instagram and Twitter make me feel good. Like, it legitimately validates us doing the podcast. Yeah. So we we like it um vote we need you to vote hopefully like i said playlist that was out yesterday hopefully you checked it out you can check out all the old playlists they're all saved um if you can't find them you can find them through our instagram um there's links on the show as well um which is available on all major platforms whichever one you're listening to on now of course and other ones if you have to switch from an android to an iphone you got them on we got them on both markets Oh, we're so cool so cool so hip it's definitely not easy to do this and and to get it out so it's definitely not one of the most accessible things that there is to do especially in 2020 when everyone in the planet started their own podcast yeah there's a lot of them but we're the only heavy metal one the only heavy metal one and uh you know never forget your favorite band sucks <laughs>